So hi everyone, welcome to another episode of the Gyms Group podcast with Jim Penman, uh, the CEO and founder of the Gyms Group, and we just do an update. Um, we were supposed to do it last week, however, it was a bit quiet and a bit nothing much happening, so we thought we'd give it a miss. But we got got asked and requested to do another update. So how about we start with what's happening with the Gyms Group overall, Jim, and what have you been hearing so far? Okay, most divisions are still going quite well. Uh, mowing outside divisions like mowing trees, pest control seems to be doing well. Those obviously had more struggles in areas like test and tag and building inspections and in cleaning very mixed some franchises are doing very well some are struggling really struggling to find work so overall not too bad certainly seen a, a drop off well cleaning's just done that news disinfect service as well mm, which uh-huh. is working very well and yeah. a lot of franchises are taking up cross-divisional work um, speaking of that, we've been, as you know, we've been trying various things to let franchisees know about the cross-divisional work, some of which didn't work out too well because we, we flying people with information they didn't want. We've now got a system where you can opt in to get cross-divisional work from any division and then you can pick it. Now, within the next week or so, we'll have a system so that you can actually have all the, all the um, you can specify which divisions you want to hear from which ones you don't mm-hmm. and also an option to have it so it's in a it's a single list rather than multiple emails so we we, we pushed this because it's actually been very helpful there are some franchisees who are doing cross-divisional work who have it's made a very big difference to them and that's my top priority right now is to see the franchisees who are hurting have got enough work if there are franchisees and franchisees watching this you would be aware that we had franchisees um let's say a handyman guy getting a, a leaf to uh groom a german shepherd yeah. And that happened last week. So the intention was good, but the the reasoning for it was you. This was during the whole crisis when people were. Oh, it was just one with some urgency to get people doing the jobs that are available, and it's very hard to let people know what's available and what they could do because we've got hundreds of service codes. You know, you might be not it's thinking about there's five hundred eighty plus. Yeah, that's right. So you might say a vacate clean, which you wouldn't even think of putting down for, but sometimes we have those going begging, and they're and they're good jobs. They're, they're worth usually a few hundred dollars each. So. And at the moment, the notifications, they can go into gyms online. If they want those notifications, they can opt in for it and survive an email, I think. And then as you're saying, down the track, they'll have the ability to opt in for certain divisions, which is great. Mm. So if they're a... Leaving out ones like fencing, which or, or say electrical, which... Or nobody, pest control, something like that, where you need to be qualified and have the licensing right. and all that sort of stuff. So, But the intention was good. And obviously, oh, there was a lot of feedback when that happened. But um, now you've had that. IT was actually pretty quick on this, and they've actually uh, put that thing in place. Because I know the call center was copping a bit of... About it as well from franchisees. Now let's talk about some of the other software developments, um, which is pretty exciting. Last week, the first batch of Jim uh, of Jimbo started going out. Yes, and, and great. Really so Jimbo is the the program to help franchisors to contact franchisees. Mm. It basically reminds franchisors to call and makes it very easy to take notes and so forth. Um, rave reaction so far. Franchisors who've been trying it love it. We're, we're giving it out to just a few at a time. Just I think to groups see how of thirty. Go. Yeah, groups of yeah. thirty. I think yeah. Uh, and, and they say it's great. It, it means they can, they can do their job, they can keep in touch with franchisees, all the better. So what we see it as a way to make franchisors' lives easier, but also to give better and more consistent support to franchisees. The great thing about if you're a franchisee and you call your franchisor, they will be able to actually see in real time via their phone what's happening with, let's say, star rating complaints, all that sort of stuff. Whereas in the past, they probably would have had to go home on the desktop to access mm-hmm. FMS4 to do all that stuff and say, I'll get back to you later at night. Whereas now they have the ability on the road to do that. And you should also avoid problems like like um, getting a, a message about a proactive contact, which was actually done two weeks before, but the franchisor hasn't put it in yet. Mm. But with Jimbo, if they do it, it actually gets entered on the spot because they dictate it into the system. Yeah, I think the voice-to-text thing, that was you all massive on that at the start, and that's how the project really did start, wasn't it? It was the voice-to-text function, and you sort of mm. built it all from then. And the good thing about it is with the process you're allowed to happen, 
was it was all user it took a while but the, the way they did it was they had franchise laws every single step of the way testing it giving feedback and adjusting it and the ux yeah. guy shane did a really good job with our dev team and let's talk about jim's jobs as well that's something that's been mentioned for a while now but let's just we're getting close to the finish line well, it's, it's, it's coming out we've just been been doing tests more and more franchises are being given asked to have a look at it um so far response has come back very well and um, people have looked at it and said that it actually beats anything on the market Really, it's it's a it's a really really good system. It's far better than formatized, easy to use, and so forth. Quite simple in its structure and, and, and its appearance, but it's actually it's actually pretty exciting because Jim's Jobs is not is not it's more than just a replacement for other kinds of systems like the Jim's Jobs, which is on a desktop or like formatized or those. It's actually going to be doing a whole lot more things. It'll it'll remind franchisees to ring clients back. It'll actually text them when they can't get through in an email. It'll do all kinds of things that, to reduce the level of complaints, and particularly of unfair complaints too, and, and you know improve the level of service we give to our clients. So currently at the moment, franchisees have been provided with the, the beta or they're trialling they're trialing the version at the moment. How mm. long until you see there's the production and this, you just go bang, it's available to download on iOS and Android? Well, by the end of the month, we hope to end have of the month, it available. Basically, the franchisees can take it down and use it. Yeah. So far, response has been very good. But when you pass anything like this, there's always there's always bugs. There's always things that come up we hadn't recognised. No matter how, I mean, they've been fully testing it frantically for about a month. The last month has been mainly testing. So we're still going to find some issues. But uh, so far, it looks a great program. It, the strange thing about it, even at the moment, we're all um, hit by the crisis, which is the big news. But in the long term, the biggest news for gyms. For 2020 is likely to be the release of our software programs. Mm. I think that'll make the biggest difference long term. Well, it's been it's been in the works for obviously a while. Everyone would know, and they're probably rolling their eyes behind it because it's been so long. But end of the month is quite is, is going to be great. And, and the, the same thing with Jimbo is that project with Jim's Jobs. You had franchisees and franchisors, I'm pretty certain, involved in the whole building and feedback well, the whole way. Mm. So when franchisees and zors get it, it's not just done by some developer. It's been built completely with franchisee and franchisor involvement. And we'll continue to do that too. Mm. We're going to look at it. And, and the idea is something that's very easy to use and just, just has the features that we want. But, but, but simplicity of use, which the old Jim's Jobs always had. People always said, it, even though we put them all these programs like Formatize, they always said, but Jim's Jobs is so easy to use. We really like that basic structure. So we've tried to maintain that simplicity. And our franchisors are also up to date on it as well. They knew how they were familiar how to use that mm. product. So if you had a franchisee come in and try and use ServiceMate or Tradeify, whatever it was, it was never going to be with most of the time within the franchisor's full time. We do have a lot of franchisees who use those products and we're hoping that Jim uh, that Jim's Jobs is a great alternative to ServiceMate to Tradeify. And it's more Jim-specific, isn't it? You know, ServiceMate's yeah. not a Jim-specific app, whereas this is. We spend millions of dollars developing these programs. The, the, the cost has been more than I could possibly have imagined from the beginning. And we'll continue to invest very, very heavily We've got a number of full-time people working flat out on these programs to continue to improve them, to listen to suggestions. It's going to be the most highest feedback we can possibly have of, mm. any, of any system anywhere in the world. And it's going to continue to have that as long as, we, as long as we use it for, which is obviously we hope forever, we'll continue to get feedback from our franchisees and franchisors. Yeah, now what I will say as well for, for franchisees in some divisions is that it's not going to, like, it, everyone wants it to be specific for them as a user or for their division. Let's say, for example, with fencing, they have a, they need to send quotes to four people at once or whatever it is. The majority of, of apps who are for tradies or for, for service providers are generally, you send a quote to one party, whereas the fencing thing's a little bit differently. So I guess the intention is those division specifics, let's say fencing or antennas, you might require a higher level of detail or an extra 
functional yes. too. That's going to be the plan down the track as well. The original gyms, gyms jobs will be um, suited for divisions like mowing and cleaning and dog wash and those kinds, which is most franchisees. Uh, pool care and so forth but as with time we will develop more and more special segments to suit every division mm. there'll be things like inventory all that sort of stuff multiple quotes multiple mm. parties which would be fencing specific so just, just be patient with that one yeah we'd also yeah. like to um, it, it's got a basic accounting bookkeeping function in there already and it, it allows it to link up with uh, Zero and MYOB yeah. our aim is to actually put enough in there that the majority of franchises will not need an accounting program so again, this is this is plans for the future. A lot of a lot of people don't use it anyway. Don't use accounting programs anyway. But our aim is to put more and more stuff in there because basically, what means the technology fee will cover everything, all your software needs. Now, for the best thing for franchisees, once this is out and it's fully going and stuff, is to always to do everything via the, the app because they can prove regarding complaints and stuff, isn't it? So call the lead via that function in the app, all that sort of stuff. Yes. Yeah. If yeah. if you've done something via the app, I mean, there's a number of things that are planned, but but just ideas like. Um, for example, the the app will know that you've um, that you're not due to give a quote until Friday, and it won't send out a, a, a survey on Thursday. For example, things of that nature. Right. Um, it'll also, when you've done the job and you've invoiced for it, it'll automatically trigger a survey, so that the, the clients, especially in their mind, they've just done it, they're happy with the job, they've done it. So then you send the, the survey out now to get it. Mm. Now that's going to be quite exciting, as you said, end of the month, and it's iOS and Android, so it doesn't mm. matter what device you have, which is great, and they have been doing extensive testing, which is why there's been some delay as well, because they've just been going flat out, as you said. That's right. That's, yeah. It'll help. To, I think one of the main things I would like to see is to reduce unfair complaints. If you call a client back, first of all, it's going to make it very easy down the track a bit that you send the text as well, but once you've done the correct thing, it's an automatic guard against the client says you didn't get in contact. Here's the evidence. I called them. I texted them. Bob's your uncle. Complaint goes. Mm. No, it's going to be great. It's going to be a great improvement. End of the month, it's really exciting for those two months for franchisors and for franchisees. So even though it's a, a troublesome period for most, that, that's some two exciting positive developments. Now let's talk about people putting themselves down for work. I know you've mentioned a couple of stories internally about some people not putting themselves down for work and it, or the areas and all that yeah. sort of stuff and then being affected by the current crisis. Yeah, I think, I think one of the things that gets me most... Upset in a way is when I get these appeals from franchisees who are so desperately short of work and the crisis is hitting them and their clients are cancelling. And I look at it and I say, but you've asked for work outside territory for 10 days so far this year and you're not even asking for it this week. Oh, no, but there's a terrible crisis. I need, I need you know, my clients are cancelling. I said, why don't you ask for the work that we've got? We've got jobs going unserviced mm. in your division. Um, I, had, I, had a, I had a call out from Sydney, Sydney Mowing. It's got massive unserviced leads, and this franchise is saying, oh, work is so bad. that." And I said, but you're not asking for work. So I guess the first thing I'd always say is, is we want to help our franchisees to get more work, particularly within that division, but also in other divisions. To me, that's a lot better solution than simply saying, like, if we cut down your fees, let's say we cut your fees in half, which is what people ask for. Okay, maybe you're saving $350 a month. But what if you can increase your income by 50% and you can make an extra $2,000 a month? Isn't, isn't that a better option? Mm. So the best thing for people if they're unsure about what to do with the system because they maybe they haven't relied on leads for so long or whatever it is, mm. call the call center, talk to your franchise, or they can help you out. Now let's talk about customer complaints. I know, you, I know customer complaints and surveys is a very hot topic every week on Jim's Live. We have a franchisee asking about it. So maybe you want to talk about that regarding the recent times. Yeah, I, I get the normal sort of responses to customer complaints, but one of the one of the 
strongest arguments people give these days is, oh, we're in a state of crisis, therefore, you know, let's let's not worry too much about complaints and stuff because, you know, we're all, we're in a bad state and we don't want to be hassled by these things. In a sense, though, the this is the time we need to be concerned about customer service more than anything. When franchisees are short of work, which some are, obviously what we need is for every lead to be followed up really, really seriously and also to build a reputation. Mm. And... Um, I think the customer system, look, it causes a lot of stress. People do get upset about it at times. Um, But I think that's one of the reasons that we've gone through this crisis as well as we have is simply that our reputation has become so strong, especially in recent years with the survey system, that more and more people are using us and they continue to use us even when other people are running short of work. So we are, we're not going to slacken off. We're actually looking at taking it stronger. We have made some changes, as some people may know. One of the major changes that took place in the last couple of months is that if a franchisee gets a complaint for any reason at all, it could be lateness, it could be poor work, it could be anything, if they go in and satisfy the customer in the end, then that complaint will be deleted, as will any poor survey as well. And that's happening more and more, which is a gr- which I think is a great thing. It means that franchisees are not stuck with a, a problem. Okay, you did make a mistake. You did forget to call somebody back. You, you didn't send off a quote or whatever it is. But as long as you, or you didn't follow up with the text, which is very common, but as long as you fix the client in the end, however it is, get onto them, offer them a freebie, offer them a discount, do whatever you need to. As long as you satisfy them, we'll delete the complaint. Which is a change in recent, it's recent a, times. It's, it's a big change. It's mm. a major, major change. Now, in regards to the... So I just want to elaborate on that one as well during this time. So with the complaint, is the complaint types changing at all? Is people not getting back? Or what is it just the complaints? What's happening is it still the same thing? People just want to have an allowance for the, for the current climate. I think the biggest difference in recent times is that there's more complaints about, relatively speaking, about poor work. And that's right. because other kinds of complaints are dropping down. We have seen a quite significant improvement in service. Um, in recent times. Like callback times, all that sort of stuff? Or, yeah, more yeah, and more quotes. franchises are doing the right thing. Yeah. And, and and things like very simple operations, like like when you call a client you can't get through, you send a text, hi, this is Bill from Jim's Mowing, tried to call you, please call me back on so-and-so, phone number, which you can just do in a single little little key, like, like PPP or something like that on your phone. You can set it up that way. It's so simple to send. Mm. But it unbe- unbelievably has an, has an unbelievable effect in reducing complaints and also increasing conversion rates too. So small things like that, well, which, have you heard, which Jimbo will help with well, too. Have you heard much about the conversion numbers at all? Because I've been hearing from some franchisors internally that the conversion numbers are dropping right off. So some people are still getting the same amount of leads. However, they're finding it a lot harder to convert in the current time. Yes. No, I, I haven't heard that particularly. Yeah. So the one, I, the one I've been hearing is in relation to some handyman franchisors were telling me that it's the same. They've actually had some of their record leave months during this time, which is great. But people, they're saying basically this sentiment is they've got more time to sort of shop around now or organise the quotes. Whereas in the past, they probably would have just go, I just want to go to the one guy and, or one girl. If they give me a good price, you know, I'm going to go with them. So conversion numbers for some, some as well as I've been, which I've been hearing at the moment. So what about some good stories during this time? Obviously, there's a lot of negative stuff that's happening and well we've had some wonderful stories about franchisors franchisees helping franchisees from other divisions there's there's cases where franchisees say in mowing have actually actually loaned equipment and and so forth to, to the franchisees from other divisions to help them out like mm. test and tag which is very heartwarming to see i, I think it's 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 very encouraging. Uh, many stories that come through about franchises helping each other in in these hard times, just yeah, you see, hanging together. What's well, sort of interesting? You have two. You have two camps. You have some of the franchisees saying, "Oh, I don't want to help. Why should I help someone? You know, 
do whatever and then you have the other half saying oh i'm happy to loan i've got a spare mower or ride on or whatever a whole bunch of equipment i'm happy to loan it to you for a while there's no there's no scare or anything like that mm. and that sort of thing it's really cool to hear um let us know if you are a franchisee or franchisor who have been loaning stuff out we've heard that from test and tag test and tag and mowing were the ones that we we heard about but i'm sure there's other divisions as well and i know that cleaning service the disinfect service has been opened up to everyone as well to take um, if they want to do as well. It's really nice when you've got this. Yeah, they, 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 the clean division made that completely open to anybody at all. They've got yeah. this new enzyme-based spray, yeah. which has been really researched and developed exclusively for gyms, and mm. it's making very, very good money. It's so, also enzyme-based as well, so you don't need biohazard certificates and all that sort of stuff, which I've seen before. It's all, mm. all enzyme-based and uh, environmentally all that friendly, all that sort of stuff. I think it's wonderful when franchisees and franchisors help each other as part of a, a, an overall family, an overall group. One of the things I particularly, I like stories where, where franchisees wave to each other in the streets. I think that's a great thing to do. If you pass by somebody from another division, just say, you know, hi. We have some newsletters called Smile and Wave and all that sort of stuff and yeah. knowing the training. And you do, yeah, I remember seeing some message threads in our forums as well and you always see people saying, oh, they always make a good point of it. Why not? You're all in the same together. We're all trying to achieve the same thing, especially during this time. So what about in, the, in general discussions with the whole COVID thing, Jim? I know you've got quite a few opinions on that. Where do you, how do you think it's going at the moment? Do you think it's sort of, it's been obviously a bit quiet for a couple of weeks? I don't know. What do yeah, you well, we're dropping down. We've had a total of 73 deaths. Interesting thing is and New Zealand's coming back in a couple, another week or so, a week and a half, I think. Now, this is important to actually talk about. We should, I should have wrote this down. Yeah. Was New Zealand is apparently it's going back to stage three or something in a right. week and a half, which and is that, great for the franchisees. They're actually there. talking about opening the schools too, so right. it could even be, be more open than Australia. Though the interesting thing is the, the death rate in Portland population has been very similar. They've had, I think, later 73 in Australia and 12 in New Zealand, which is about a fifth of the population. So... Very similar effect, but in both countries, the, the rate of infection is coming way, way down. And, and obviously, during May, we expect to see a lightning and a hopefully return, not to normal, but, but to a bit less abnormal. Well, we're great for the New Zealand franchisees, obviously not being able to do anything for three and a half weeks, four weeks, whatever it has been. They're nearly there, which is great. And um, open for business. So anyone from New Z- NZ is watching, on the day we can take leads, we don't worry, be flat out and... Hopefully, franchises can get right back into it. Well, I imagine there'll be a bit of a bank up. People will go outside and they'll see their grass that's that high off the ground and they'll want something done and so forth. Well, so, hopefully, that'll be. Well, I'm going to be interested to see the numbers for that week. It's going to be it's quite mm. interesting. And um, hopefully, um, I know we've got a newsletter or something coming out tomorrow or the day after. So, we'll make sure that the NZ one's looked after and open for business and they go all right. So, how much longer do you think with the whole Australian thing? Do you think it's going to be like a three week sort of thing or. I, I, think, I, think, say, but... I think in a few weeks, you, you're going to find a lightning. There's no question. In, probably during May, my guess would be schools will mostly open, depending on the state. I know New South Wales is talking about that already. Um, and I think, I think they'll be just, just more normal. I don't think it's going to be back to normal for the balance of this year. That would be my suggestion. Until they get an a effective vaccine, which is probably at least you know, another year, 18 months away, I don't think it's going to be normal. I think we're, I think we're going to be observing personal distance, but hopefully, which you is know, something you don't mind. You don't <laughs> mind the social distancing. I don't mind. I think yeah. if we can avoid shaking hands for a while, I can I can, I can do without that. Mm. Um, but you know, I'd hope that by the end of the year we'll start to see people going back to restaurants and so forth, and and yeah, perhaps with distance and sitting further apart. And our conference centre too. We had we had a packed out bookings for. Uh, March and April, they've all disappeared. So that's been that's been pretty tough. And, mm. I, and I feel for people too, you know, people who've lost their jobs. And we, we need to go back to something more like normal life. Yeah, well, I think it needs to, just for everyone's psyche, because um, it looks like it's happening in America, obviously, in those those states like Michigan and I think Virginia or wherever else, and the people are 
sort of writing or well not writing but they're sort of doing a lot, a lot of marching and stuff like that which is highly responsible but yeah i think people will get sick of it i think the the social aspect of people as well is sort of wearing mm. on everyone everyone likes to be able to go to a bar and stuff like that so well the interesting thing is there's countries like sweden and taiwan that have um have got very limited you know shutdown people are you know observing personal distance and so forth but they're not legally shutting down businesses and had relatively little impact on their economy and they're doing, you know, about as well. What do you think that is? Do you think that's just more of a... They're, they're sort of more inclined to follow the rules or recommendations from government, or what do you think that is? Um, I don't know. They, they, they just have a different... Kind of, I mean, Sweden's obviously a very different society, but Sweden has much less of a lockdown than, say, Norway, and it's got more cases, but they're still well within the capacity of the system to, to cope with. So I don't think we need to go as drastic. I mean, look, everybody's learning from the crisis, and, and I think... You know, they'll find when schools go back, we, we won't rush into normal life because then you will get a surge of infections. But I think as long as we have all the testing and the contact tracing and stuff. Well, that, that new contact tracing, absolutely important thing. I know Morrison was talking about it the other day, but they've got that new app which is out this week or the week after. Because at the moment, the contact tracing, it's all done manual. You've got someone on the phone, which can be a nightmare. Yeah, I'm not yeah. sure why people object to that. I'm, I'm, I'm going to download one for sure. Absolutely. It's a matter of community service. I the tin foil people who think the government's spying on them all the time. They're the ones who... Who all wear that? I, I agree with you. Like, what, what's the problem? That's well, been the problem. Privacy, right? They don't want the government to know where they well, are. But, but why, why would I mind where the government? I'm not visiting my mistress or anything. So. <laughs> Which you don't or, have, or, right. or buying drugs on the black market. Yeah. So I don't particularly know. Mind who knows where I am. Mm, true. No, I just think yeah, I, that that's been the only argument people think in the government. But it's not like seriously, guys. Like, mm. pull your head in if you're one of those. It's I, I, I think we I think we've got to cooperate as, yeah. as as communities and just and just help to keep this thing under control without the damage that it's it, it's been doing to the economy and to people's livelihood because because there's always a balance between the economy and and infection but you know if you go too much towards extreme safety you actually have so many other problems well, that's what's like happening in the states now mental illness yeah. and 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 you know, child abuse and, and domestic violence and depression and all kinds of problems that come out of these lockdowns and people losing their jobs, which is a big source of stress. Mm. We've had to let some staff go ourselves, which is a very hard thing to do, but we just we just need to cut back, unfortunately. Yeah, that's why it's what's happening in the States now. If those those Midwest states or those those sort of Trumpian states have just gone berserk on the streets and, and, and touch wood that no one has an infection in one of those big mobs while it's going to be out of control. But uh, you're right, people will get sick of it. So do you want to leave any, any thoughts or comments, Jim, to leave everyone with for this week? No, everybody just just bear up and, and, and you know, don't give up. Don't, don't lose heart. I think that's the main thing, mm -hmm. I'd say. It's not as bad as all that. We, we work together. We've got a strong system organisation. Our franchise is doing a great job. Well, that's actually something let's point out again is that the franchise is up working overtime. I can imagine all the, the calls and emails. I hear so many stories about uh, from franchisees, more lately than, than ever before, how great the franchisors have been and how that sense of moral support and advice and just that that helping hand is there. It's, it's been really, really good. I think it's great. And if you can let Jim know if you are a franchisee or franchisor, that some positive stories or something, it'd be great. I'm sure mm -hmm. it, it'd just be great to hear. I know there's a lot of negativity in this time and a lot of, you know, what, uh, you know, feelings and emotions regarding this. But if you do have a good story about your franchise or or vice versa about a franchisee doing something out of the out of their way to help, yeah, any any ideas, things that are happening, things that people are doing that, that help, we can share them around and so forth. It's like the disinfecting thing, which has been a great asset for so many people. Well, it was a great response because mm. it happened really quickly, right? It was within like two or three days. 
I know they had the script done up and the boys went out and filmed the service video for their internal guys and now that service is there and they're going to I think they're going to win all these big contracts because mm. they're one of the only people in Australia and NZ who can do like a multi-site solution yeah. so in the long run they're going to get a lot of work out of it that's, that's one of the benefits of a system like ours that you mm. can develop a good system somebody can do it and it gets spread all over the place and we provide the product and stuff it's a great thing it, it's, it's like they charge about $99 for 20, 20 minutes work it's an extraordinary business is disinfection, it's enzyme based and the full training is provided and everything else and people are making a fortune out of it. Yeah, it's a great service and that service is going to be so in demand you can imagine post this whole thing. And any division can do this. Any any division can do this service. Now what's the best way for someone who's not in the cleaning group uh, divisions to get access to the service? What's the best way you think? Um, I think they go to the cleaning division basically. So they contact the cleaning division and they'll yeah, go, help or out. you can go to nationalgyms.net and we'll refer you on. Yeah, because I'll have all the equipment. I presume you can purchase all the all the yes. all the products and all that sort of they, stuff. They use a backpack, the... so there's a little bit of an investment in it. But... Yeah, there's an AG battery powered backpack I've seen with the mist, or they can use the cough or the the spray, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't need a biohazard certificate or, or anything right. like that. Yeah. I've seen the videos and they're, yeah. they're very clear. Yeah. The, the guy's got a bit of a wooden wooden delivery, but it's... Ah, uh, Cell does all right. He's good. It's not it's not an easy thing to do. Cell's uh, a good... Cell's a franchise for, he, for the cleaning he's, group. He's not a media performer, but it's, but it's very clear as to what you should do and how you should do it. And, and, uh, Cell, and, you, it, Cell it, you did a good job. Doing video is not easy. It's put together. But we're also looking, just to let everyone know, we're also... I've been reaching out to the Mowing Vic franchisors to do... We want to do service-based videos and a lot of Bunnings-style how-to videos as well. I think that's a really good one for us, so... We've got one franchisee who's put his hand up in Victoria, which is great. We are looking to go into state eventually post-COVID as well. But if you are a Victorian-based franchisee within reasonable distance in Melbourne, please let us know. Our, you- our video team's done a great job, I must say. Um, I think that that's been approved by the advisory committee to be spent from the branding fund, mm. and they've been fantastic. For us to do the kinds of, to get the kind of videos done that we've been doing in-house, it would be absolutely impossible. You'd be talking hundreds upon hundreds of thousands of dollars to get them done in externally. Yeah, and the headache of organising mm. external agencies like storyboards and those sort of stuff, whereas let's say if Haydar's one, or the cleaning group, for example, they could say, yep, yeah, we want to do this, bang, you're out there the next day, mm. and that's it. So I know? think it's a, it's a big thank you to the advisory committee, to the franchisors who approved absolutely. these particular spending. We've, we reckon that's the by far the most effective use we've had because we can do videos for any division about anything, about any new product, about any service, about anything at all. We've got the, we've got the in-house capacity now with two full-time people. We've got some mm. great cameras and recording equipment and so forth so we can do really high-class videos. And that's the plan. So what we're doing is with the new booking app coming out, that actually has an information icon next to each service. So customers, we still assume, presume customers know what we do for a service. Like even with a lawn mowing, you know, obviously no, it's not just rocking up and mowing a lawn. Like you might have a method, you might have this sort of stuff. So what we're going to do is we want to, we're creating videos at the moment for each service code. We've got around 500 service codes, but we want, we want to ideally create a video for most of the most popular service codes and actually have the franchisee or a franchise or whoever it is explain what the service is. And the great thing about it is it's not just, you know, people, I'm paying money and rock up and let's say mow the lawn or whatever you're saying, look. If your grass is this height or if your type of grass is this, you show your expertise and all that sort of stuff. And we build trust, more trust with the customers. No other brands do it. Mm. So we want to do that with every service code. That's the plan at the moment. Got a great time now at Jim's Group HQ because there's no one here. So we've got all these scenarios set up. So I'm hoping in the next couple of weeks to get some franchisees to do that. And we're going to expand that down the divisions as we go. Um, for the new app, and I think it'd be really, really cool. And if you've got any ideas to help the system, to help people who are short of work, to do any new service, anything, like that, just email me, jim at jims.net. Yeah, that'd be great. And Jim obviously takes all the ideas seriously, and he doesn't just follow them off. He does take them seriously, so it's letting you know that if you do write an email to Jim, it doesn't go go to waste at all. Yeah. I know. I know. Well, as I, as I said on, yeah. on, on Wednesday, we had Dion Henderson coming forward and, and um, 
advising on a system to actually automatically. He said, why don't we have a system that automatically takes an unserviced lead and you can get it yourself through gyms online rather than have to ring the call centre. And we, we're programming that in. It's a fantastic idea. Yeah. I don't know why I didn't thought about it. Yeah, that's a great one. And down the track yeah. a bit with, with Jim's jobs, you'll be able to get it through Jim's jobs and you just go tap like that and you automatically grab it, ring the client back all in one go. So very, very simple. So that changes from Dion, who's a Jim's mining franchise, I think down in Geelong way. Yeah. That's great. And that's that's how we do it. So we got Jim's live as well tomorrow night, every Wednesday at 7 o'clock. Numbers have been going up. They've got 10,000, 11,000 thousand views and we're getting... All sorts of people, franchisees, franchisors, customers as well. People getting jobs online, which has been quite cool. And mm. some inquiries and stuff like that. We get some yeah. good ideas too, actually. Some, some interesting thoughts. There's always an idea or two from everyone. Actually, yeah. somebody didn't like, like, was saying they didn't like the name Jimbo because it's all tied up with the... With the, uh, with the uh, Previous, the yes. failed franchisee yes. program. So we said, okay, look, if you guys want a different one, so we're talking about different possibilities, like calling it Bazza or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I think that. Stuart, Stuart had Bazza, Stuart Rainbow, and John Formosa had some suggestions as well. So that's open for franchisors to suggest something. It's got, but it's got to be, hey, something. That's It can't be two words. It has to be one word, the way it works. Hey, Siri, hey, Google, hey, mm. whatever it is. So I don't, you like Bazza, didn't you? You like, hey, Bazza. I don't know the relation to Jim's group or how we can make it an acronym, but... Maybe, maybe Baz is what you should call Jim's Jobs. Because, hey, Jim's Jobs is, is it's what it is, and it's, the name's been traditional, but it's not a great name, is well, it? For Jim's Jobs or Jimbo? Which one? No, no, I reckon, I reckon it'd be a good name for Jim's Jobs. Because Jimbo is easy to say. Hey, Jimbo! Yeah. It's got that sound to it. But, hey, Jim's Jobs hasn't got the same. It's not as good, but if you could call Jim's Jobs Bazza, for example. Well, but, that's if you had to initialise it by voice. So I don't know if this Jim's Jobs have any voice. It doesn't know, but it no. will. It will. Okay. It will down the track okay. of it. Down the track of it. That's part of the plan. We will have we'll have Jim's jobs by voice, so you can be actually driving in their car, and you say, um, "Hey, hey, Bazaar or Jim's jobs or whatever it is, um, next job." And it'll tell you what the next job is. It'll 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 dictate it to you mm. and tell you where it is and how to get there. Maybe I don't know. I mean, there's there's all kinds of potentials in there. But I, I see Jim's Jobs as being voice activated in the future. Well, there you go. you got two names there, Jimbo and Jim's Jobs. So if you're a Zor, Jimbo, franchisee, Jim's Jobs, have some suggestions. It has to be one word's the, the ideal one because it has mm. to be hey, whatever, to initiate the, um, the voice activation on your device. So let's leave it there this week, Jim. If anyone's got any questions or comments and they want Jim to answer next week, uh, make sure you do it. Jump on Jim's Live tomorrow at 7 o'clock. Uh, to ask you any question. We have a heap of viewers now, which is great, and a lot of questions and comments from franchisees and from customers as well. So thanks for doing this, Jim. All right. Um, ho- hopefully there's no major developments, cause we, but if we don't have to do this... For a well, hopefully weeks, from now on, mainly mainly better news, improved news. Right. But uh, look, I'm happy to hear from anybody who wants to, to contact me. I'm always on email, easy to contact. I see you guys. So we hope you're staying safe and hopefully stay busy during this time, and uh, we'll hopefully maybe see you next week with another update uh, from Jim.